Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012 Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software. Welcome to Day 5 of Week 12 of the Daily Bible Reading. Today we're in Deuteronomy chapters 23 to 26 and Luke chapter 11. But before we do that reading, let's say a prayer. Our Holy Father, we are grateful that you give us these examples of people that you have blessed and people you have punished. We pray that we would be the kind of people who show love to those around us, who do good always according to your will, and that you would bless us. We pray that we would follow the teaching of your Son and follow his example. We pray this in his name. Amen. All right, well, let's begin our reading in Deuteronomy chapter 23. No man with crushed testicles or whose male organ is cut off may come into the assembly of Yahweh. An illegitimate child may not come into the assembly of Yahweh. Even to the tenth generation, none of his descendants may come into the assembly of Yahweh. An Ammonite or a Moabite may not come into the assembly of Yahweh. Even to the tenth generation, none of his descendants may come into the assembly of Yahweh forever, because they did not come to meet you with food and with water when you came out of Egypt, and also because they hired Balaam, son of Beor, from Pethor, in Aram Naharaim, to act against you to curse you. But Yahweh your God was not willing to listen to Balaam, and Yahweh your God turned the curse into a blessing for you, because Yahweh your God loved you. You shall not promote their welfare or their prosperity all your days forever. You shall not abhor an Edomite, because he is your brother. You shall not abhor an Egyptian, because you were an alien in his land. The children that are born to them in the third generation may come representing them in the assembly of Yahweh. If you go out to encamp against your enemies, then you shall guard against doing anything evil. If there is among you a man that is not clean because of a seminal emission during the night, he shall go outside the camp. He shall not come within the camp. And then toward the coming of the evening he shall bathe with water, and at the going down of the sun he may come to the midst of the camp. And there shall be for you a designated place outside the camp, and you shall go there to relieve yourself. And a digging tool shall be included in addition to your other utensils for yourself. And then, when you relieve yourself outside the camp, you shall dig with it, and then you shall turn, and you shall cover your excrement. For Yahweh your God is walking about in the midst of your camp to deliver you and to hand your enemies over to you before you. And so let your camp be holy, so that he shall not see in it anything indecent, and he shall turn away from going with you. And you shall not hand over a slave to his master who has escaped and fled to you from his master. He shall reside with you in your midst in the place that he chooses in one of your towns, wherever he pleases. You shall not oppress him. No woman of Israel shall be a temple prostitute, and no man of Israel shall be a male shrine prostitute. You may not bring the hire of a prostitute, or the earnings of a male prostitute, into the house of Yahweh your God, for any vow offerings, because both are a detestable thing to Yahweh your God. You shall not charge your brother interest on money, interest on food, or interest on anything that one could lend on interest. You may lend on interest to the foreigner, but to your countrymen you may not lend at interest, so that Yahweh your God may bless you in all your undertakings in the land where you are going in order to take possession of it. When you make a vow to Yahweh your God, you shall not postpone fulfillment of it. For certainly Yahweh your God shall require it from you, and if postponed you will incur guilt. 
And if you refrain from vowing, you shall not incur guilt. The utterance of your lips you must perform diligently, just as you have vowed freely to Yahweh your God, whatever it was that you promised with your mouth. When you come into the vineyard of your neighbor, then you may eat grapes as you please, and until you are full, but you shall not put anything into your container. When you come into the standing grain of your neighbor, then you may pluck ears with your hand, but you may not swing a sickle among the standing grain of your neighbor. Chapter 24 When a man takes a wife, and he marries her, and then she does not please him, because he found something objectionable, and writes her a letter of divorce, and puts it in her hand, and sends her away from his house, and she goes from his house, and she goes out and becomes a wife for another man, and then the second man dislikes her, and he writes her a letter of divorce, and places it into her hand, and sends her from his house. Or if the second man dies who took her to himself as a wife, her first husband who sent her away is not allowed to take her again to become a wife to him after she has been defiled, for it is a detestable thing before Yahweh, and so you shall not mislead into sin the land that Yahweh your God is giving to you as an inheritance. When a man takes a new wife, he shall not go out with the army, and he shall not be obligated with anything. He shall be free from obligation to stay at home for one year, and he shall bring joy to his wife that he took. A person shall not take a pair of millstones, or an upper millstone, for he is taking necessities of life as a pledge. If a man is caught kidnapping somebody from among his countrymen, the Israelites, and he treats him as a slave, or he sells him, then that kidnapper shall die and so you shall purge the evil from among you. Be watchful with respect to an outbreak of any infectious skin disease, by being very careful, and by acting according to all that the priests and the Levites have instructed you. Just as I have commanded them, so you shall diligently observe. So remember what Yahweh your God did to Miriam on the journey when you went out from Egypt. When you make a loan to your neighbor, a loan of any kind, you shall not go into his house to take his pledge. You shall wait outside, and the man to whom you are lending, he shall bring the pledge outside to you. And if he is a needy man, you shall not sleep in his pledge. You shall certainly return the pledge to him as the sun sets, so that he may sleep in his cloak and may bless you, and it shall be considered righteousness on your behalf before Yahweh your God. You shall not exploit a hired worker who is needy and poor from among your fellow men or from among your aliens who are in your land and in your towns. On his day you shall give his wage, and the sun shall not go down because he is poor and his life depends on it. Do this so that he does not cry out against you to Yahweh and you incur guilt. Fathers shall not be put to death because of their children, and children shall not be put to death because of their fathers. Each one shall be put to death for his own sin. You shall not subvert the rights of an alien or an orphan, and you shall not take as pledge the garment of a widow. And you shall remember that you were a slave in Egypt, and that Yahweh your God redeemed you from there. Therefore I am commanding you to do this commandment. When you reap your harvest in your field, and you forget a sheaf in the field, you shall not return to get it, for it shall be for the alien, for the orphan, and for the widow, so that Yahweh your God may bless you in all the work of your hands. When you beat off the fruit of your olive trees, you shall not search through the branches afterward, for it shall be for the alien, for the orphan, and for the widow. When you harvest grapes, you shall not glean your vineyards again. It shall be for the alien, for the orphan, and for the widow. And you shall remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt. Therefore I am commanding you to do this thing. Chapter 25 
When a legal dispute takes place between men, and they come near to the court, and the judges judge with respect to them, then they shall declare the righteous to be in the right, and they shall condemn the wicked. Then it shall happen, if the guilty one deserves beating, then the judges shall make him lie, and he shall beat him before him, according to the prescribed number of lashes proportionate to the offense. He may beat him with forty lashes, and he shall not do more than these, so that he will not beat more in addition to these many blows, and your countrymen would be degraded before your eyes. You shall not muzzle an ox while he is threshing. When brothers dwell together, and one of them dies and has no son, the wife of the deceased shall not become the wife of a man of another family. Her brother-in-law shall have sex with her, and he shall take her to himself as a wife, and he shall perform his duty as a brother-in-law with respect to her. And then the firstborn that she bears shall represent his dead brother, so that his name is not blotted out from Israel. But if the man does not want to take his sister-in-law, then his sister-in-law shall go up to the gate to the elders, and she shall say, My brother-in-law refused to perpetuate his brother's name in Israel, for he is not willing to marry me. Then the elders of his town shall summon him and speak to him, and if he persists and says, I do not desire to marry her, then his sister-in-law shall go near him before the eyes of the elders, and she shall pull off his sandal from his foot, and she shall spit in his face, and she shall declare, and she shall say, This is how it is done to the man who does not build the house of his brother. And his family shall be called in Israel the house where the sandal was pulled off. If a man and his brother fight each other, and the wife of the one man comes near to rescue her husband from the hand of his attacker, and she stretches out her hand, and she seizes his genitals, then you shall cut off her hand. Your eye shall not take pity. There shall not be for your use in your bag two kinds of stone weights, one large one and one small one. There shall not be in your house for your use two kinds of measures. Rather, a full and honest weight shall be for your use. There shall be for you a full and honest measure, so that your days on the land that Yahweh your God is giving to you may be long. For detestable to Yahweh your God is everyone who is doing such things, everyone who is acting dishonestly. Remember what Amalek did to you on the journey when you went out from Egypt, that he met you on the journey and attacked you, all those lagging behind you, and when you were weary and worn out, and he did not fear God. And when Yahweh your God gives rest to you from all your enemies from around about you in the land that Yahweh your God is giving to you as an inheritance to take possession of it, you shall blot out the remembrance of Amalek from under the heavens. You shall not forget. Chapter 26 And then, when you come to the land that Yahweh your God is giving to you as an inheritance, and you take possession of it, and you settle in it, then you shall take from the first fruit of all the fruit of the ground that you harvest from your land that Yahweh your God is giving to you. And you shall put it in a basket, and you shall go to the place that Yahweh your God will choose to make his name to dwell there. And you shall go to the priest who is in office in those days, and you shall say, I declare today to Yahweh your God that I have come into the land that Yahweh swore to our ancestors to give to us. Then the priest takes the basket from your hand and places it before the altar of Yahweh your God. And you shall declare, and you shall say before your God, My ancestor was a wandering Aramean, and he went down to Egypt, and there he dwelt as an alien, few in number. And there he became a great nation, mighty and numerous. And the Egyptians treated us badly, and they oppressed us, and imposed on us hard labor. And we cried to Yahweh, the God of our ancestors, and Yahweh heard our voice, and saw our affliction, and our toil, and our oppression. 
And Yahweh brought us out from Egypt with a strong hand and with an outstretched arm, and with great terror and with signs and with wonders. And he brought us to this place and gave to us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. And now look, I am bringing the first fruit of the fruit of the ground that you gave to me, Yahweh. And you shall place it before Yahweh your God, and you shall bow down before Yahweh your God. And you shall celebrate with all of the bounty that Yahweh your God gave to you and to your family, you and the Levite, and the alien who is in your midst. When you are finished giving a tithe, all of the tithe of your produce in the third year, the year of the tithe, then you shall give to the Levite, to the alien, to the orphan, and to the widow, so that they may eat in your towns and they may be satisfied. And you shall say before Yahweh your God, I have removed the sacred portion from the house, and moreover, I have given it to the Levite, and to the alien, and to the orphan, and to the widow, according to all your commandment that you commanded me. I have not transgressed any of your commandments, and I have not forgotten any of them. I have not eaten during my time of mourning, and I have not removed anything from it while being unclean, and I have not offered any of it to someone who has died. I have listened to the voice of Yahweh my God. I have done all that you commanded me to do. Look down from the dwelling place of your holiness from heaven, and bless your people Israel, and the land that you have given to us, as you swore to our ancestors, a land flowing with milk and honey. This day Yahweh your God is commanding you to do these rules and regulations, and you must observe them diligently with all your heart and with all your soul. Yahweh you have declared today to be for you as your God, and to go in his ways, and to observe his rules and his commandments and his regulations, and to listen to his voice. And Yahweh has declared you today to be for him as a people, a treasured possession, as he promised to you, and that you are to observe all his commandments, and that he then will set you high above all the nations that he has made for his praise, and for fame, and for honor, and for you to be a holy people to Yahweh your God, as he promised. All right, now let's read Luke chapter 11. And it happened that while he was in a certain place praying, when he stopped, a certain one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John also taught his disciples. And he said to them, When you pray, say, Father, may your name be treated as holy, may your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we ourselves also forgive everyone who is indebted to us, and do not lead us into temptation. And he said to them, Who of you will have a friend, and will go to him at midnight, and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves, because a friend of mine has come to me on a journey, and I do not have anything to set before him. And that one will answer from inside, and say, do not cause me trouble. The door has already been shut, and my children are with me in bed. I am not able to get up to give you anything. I tell you, even if he does not give him anything after he gets up, because he is his friend, at any rate, because of his impudence, he will get up and give him whatever he needs. And I tell you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks it will be opened. But what father from among you, if his son will ask for a fish, instead of a fish will give him a snake? Or also, if he will ask for an egg, will give him a scorpion? Therefore, if you, although you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father from heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? And he was expelling a mute demon. Now it happened that when the demon came out, the man who had been mute spoke, and the crowds were astonished. But some of them said, 
By Beelzebul, the ruler of demons, he expels demons. And others, in order to test him, were demanding from him a sign from heaven. But he, knowing their thoughts, said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste, and a divided household falls. So if Satan also is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? For you say that I expel demons by Beelzebul. But if I expel demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your sons expel them? For this reason they will be your judges. But if I expel demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man fully armed guards his own palace, his possessions are safe. But when a stronger man attacks him and conquers him, he takes away his full armor in which he trusted and distributes his plunder. The one who is not with me is against me, and the one who does not gather with me scatters. Whenever an unclean spirit has gone out of a person, it travels through waterless places, searching for rest, and does not find it. It says, I will return to my house from which I came out. And when it arrives, it finds the house swept and put in order. Then it goes and brings along seven other spirits, more evil than itself, and they go in and live there. And the last state of that person becomes worse than the first. Now it happened that as he said these things, a certain woman from the crowd raised her voice and said to him, Blessed is the womb that bore you, and the breast at which you nursed. But he said, On the contrary, blessed are those who hear the word of God and follow it. And as the crowds were increasing, he began to say, This generation is an evil generation. It demands a sign, and no sign will be given to it except the sign of Jonah. For just as Jonah became a sign to the Ninevites, so also the Son of Man will be to this generation. The Queen of the South will rise up at the judgment with the people of this generation and condemn them, because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and behold, something greater than Solomon is here. The people of Nineveh will stand up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, because they repented at the proclamation of Jonah, and behold, something greater than Jonah is here. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it in a cellar or under a bushel basket, but on a lampstand, so that those who come in can see the light. Your eye is the lamp of the body. When your eye is sincere, your whole body is full of light also. But when it is evil, your body is dark also. Therefore, pay careful attention that the light in you is not darkness. If, therefore, your whole body is full of light, not having any part dark, it will be completely full of light, as when the lamp with its light gives light to you. And as he was speaking, a Pharisee asked him to have a meal with him, and he went in and reclined at table. And the Pharisee, when he saw it, was astonished that he did not first wash before the meal. But the Lord said to him, Now you Pharisees cleanse the outside of the cup and of the dish, but your inside is full of greediness and wickedness. Fools! Did not the one who made the outside make the inside also? But give as charitable giving the things that are within, and behold, everything is clean for you. But woe to you, Pharisees, because you pay a tenth of mint and rue and every garden herb, and neglect justice and love for God. But it was necessary to do these things without neglecting those things also. Woe to you, Pharisees, because you love the best seat in the synagogues, and the greetings in the marketplaces. Woe to you, because you are like unmarked graves, and the people who walk over them do not know it. And one of the legal experts answered and said to him, Teacher, when you say these things, you insult us also. So he said, Woe to you also, legal experts, because you load people with burdens hard to bear, and you yourselves do not touch the burdens with one of your fingers. 
Woe to you because you build the tombs of the prophets and your fathers killed them. As a result, you are witnesses and you approve of the deeds of your fathers because they killed them and you build their tombs. For this reason also the wisdom of God said, I will send to them prophets and apostles, and some of them they will kill and persecute, so that the blood of all the prophets that has been shed from the foundation of the world may be required of this generation, from the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, who perished between the altar and the temple building. Yes, I tell you, it will be required of this generation. Woe to you, legal experts, because you have taken away the key to knowledge. You did not enter yourselves, and you hindered those who were entering. And when he departed from there, the scribes and the Pharisees began to be terribly hostile, and to question him closely about many things, plotting to catch him with reference to something he might say. All right, well, that's the reading for today. Until next week, have a great weekend, and keep meditating on the Word of God.